Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for Season 15, Episode 5, titled House of Fashion. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by two trend-setting co-hosts. First from the podcast, Bravo, Bravo, fucking Bravo. It's actually Effie Bravo. Please say... And speaking of men... <laughs> to Nathan Patrick Brown. Hello, Nathan. How are you? Good, thanks, Joe. Hi, Joe. How are you? How are you? Yeah, you and I just had a yeah. very good call. I mean, not call, sorry. Meeting just between us girls before Robert was here. I didn't want to bother Robert. We know how to put on... He had. He spent a lot of time taking his sleeves off. Mm-hmm. I actually you know? did have to put a shirt on for this. Yeah. I had to kick, I had to kick my ex out of my apartment. Wait, 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 wait. We're going to get back to this in a second. I think Nathan would have appreciated no shirt. I don't know why you had to put a shirt. Yeah, pop it off. I'm actually, I'm, I'm doing kind of like a, a layer thing. Like maybe next time I'll be completely shirtless. Okay. Oh, okay. oh you know what? That's a good what? thing. Like strip poker. Exactly. Got to give the girls yeah. some time to, that's, to get yeah, it. Yeah, that, that's actually like almost okay. like burlesque is kind of like that. Yeah, you exactly. That. It's my talent show. Well, let's bring you on. And from the uh, podcast, Bring It to the Runway, it's been brought into the runway. Please say hello to uh, Roberto Mata. Is the lady of the house home? <laughs> Where does that, how is that relevant? I don't know. I could be honest with you, it was really, close, it to, it was really <laughs> close to the speaking of messes. So I was like, all right, it'll do. For sure. Anyway, Robert, how are you? Uh, I'm splendid. It's been a great morning. How are you, Joe? Mm-hmm. Sipping your coffee? Well, I'll tell you how I'm doing. I have to give a trigger warning to everybody. Well, first of all, let me do my, my my Patreon plugs and all that, blah, 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 blah. Even though it's getting to the point now where we might have to like start splitting them up around the, along the show. So why don't we do this? YouTube, everybody is watching. We've never announced this before. I think I casually mentioned it last week. I make an official announcement. If you want to watch the show live, taped, recorded, we do it every Saturday, 2.30 p.m. Pacific, Right here at the YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash drag race recap. Go over there, sign up, subscribe. You'll get the notifications. We go live. You'll see Robert right now. Uh, well, sleeveless today. <laughs> Next time he's on, which is about a month, he'll be shirtless, supposedly. You can see the whole thing happen. And, you know, honestly, there's a new feature. And another reason to watch the YouTube is now I fully edit the show big time, bigly. And we'll talk about this on the Patreon side of things later in the show. They're getting like an extra half hour of content just because I'm trying to keep the live feed to like an hour. So if you're not listening, you're missing a lot of content. You're missing our thoughts on the real friends of WeHo. Uh, you're missing, which I'm sure everybody's dying to hear our thoughts <laughs> on that. You're missing. All our mean spirited rants pretty much. Yeah. I think don't make it onto the public feed. <laughs> Spirited rants. Yeah if, you're, yeah. if you're a big fan of that, then you're really, really missing it. But, you know, now let's get to the thing I had. So Robert asked how my morning was. It was going fine. 
but I have to give a trigger warning. Oh. <laughs> so let me tell you the structure of the show today, and it's by design. Here's what we're going to do. Everything before the break, the entire show before the break, is going to be the show, but we're, without the looks. So we're going to do the workroom, the reading challenge, uh, the lip sync, everything, minus the looks. We're going to take a break, and we come back, we're going to talk about the looks. Here's the trigger warning. When we come back from the break, bring it to the runways. Christian Ochoa will be joining us for the looks. <laughs> so, <laughs> you girls are so nasty. No, you know, so no, here's a deal. And I actually I have a thing to relate to about this is he's very polarizing. And so, I get a lot of people who. Give their opinion to me. If Whatever your opinion is, I've heard it from people who are listening. So I messaged him privately, Robert. And I said, listen, I need you to behave. Okay? Don't insult Nathan. Don't come in all extra. Just be you. Be the person that you, Robert, and I love. Okay? Don't you want to be extra. He never responds to that text message. He goes into the group text message with me and Robert and starts fighting with me. And all of a sudden now he's yes. Patty Lupone and he needs the, <laughs> the special outlines and he needs the link, which I told him the same link that I sent him last week. And he's like, well, why don't I have it yet, doll? I mean, I'm just trying to be professional for your show. Forgive me for that. And so I'm like, oh, this is going to be a fucking mess. I'm, I already have like knots in my stomach about it. Anyway, the way I relate it to Drag Race is... This week, there was a lot of drama because Monet... I actually don't even know what the, what the result of this drama was. Because on oh, the yes. private Patreon, Bob and Monet were like, we're going to have to have like a big meeting because people were being a lot in the Patreon uh, messages about Todrick. And the, and the Reddit community as a whole is like very like, we love Bob. We love Monet. How is it that they stand by this horrible human being, this piece of garbage, Todrick Hall? And at first I was like, yeah, what's wrong with them? And then I was like, oh. <laughs> because people should know, yesterday I went to this funeral. Nathan doesn't even know this. It literally was a mile away from Christian's house. And I just didn't want to be a hypocrite and go to the Catholic Mass. So I went to the nearby cemetery and I looked for Laura Scudder's grave. And then I went to uh, Christian's house and I bought him a, a Starbucks and delivered it to him. And I... Cute. At the end, I hugged him and said, I love you, and which I do. I have this deep family love for Christian. But in a lot of ways that my cousins drive me crazy, he drives me crazy. So, like, I get Bob and Monet being conflicted. I'm sure they have this love for Todrick, yet see, like, how problematic it is. Robert, why don't you weigh in here since he bullied you? Well, Todrick Hall bullied me. No, <laughs> Christian. You know, I got, I got a few messages. I got a, more than one message from people saying... Not Christian saying he was bullied and then revealing that he was the bully. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I don't, I don't even know if Christian was a bully really in school. But I like to the Todrick and Monet and Bob thing, I, it kind of reminded me that Monet stood by Megan McCain for a, quite a long time. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like they're not, it's not like their first time having like questionable acquaintances, you know? And it's yeah. clear that both Bob and Monet, as much as we love them, are also still trying to get more and more famous. So they're going to latch yeah. on to whatever rising stars they can find. Right? So I guess I should rescind my invitation to George Santos to be a guest in the show. <laughs> oh, no, please. Oh, no. The girls need to hear. Yeah. 
Nathan, did you have anything to weigh in on this Christian thing? I'm excited to meet him. I feel like we've talked so much about him. It'll be cathartic to actually bring him onto the show. That's a way to put it. All right. Uh, this week, the queens read each other before flipping home decor into haute couture on the on the runway. Lux Noir London is named the winner of the challenge, while Amethyst and Selena Estites are placed in the bottom two after lip sync battle for their live lives. Selena was told, Shantae, you stay, while Amethyst was asked to sashay away. Sashay away. Ladies, name two things about the episode. And one thing you did not. Let's start with our very special guest, this Roberto Mata. Um, Let's see. I liked, I know that we're not talking about the look, so I'm just going to put a quick pin in it. But Lux's look was, I think, the best design yeah. ever. Mm-hmm. Like, that ever. was just phenomenal. I think, ever. If you can, in the meantime, think of some looks that, I can already tell you. Rival that? Who? I can tell you. Let's see um, then. Who was that fucking tall bitch from a couple seasons ago who made one of the best looks ever? Utica. 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 You're saying it better than good, Utica's? It was good, but it wasn't as flat out stunningly gorgeous as Lux's look was. That's true. Incredibly well constructed. Do you agree with that, Nathan? I think it didn't look like unconventional materials. It looked like proper material. That's a skill. Which is great. Whereas Utica was wearing a sleeping bag. As much as it looked great. It still looks like a sleeping bag. Whereas what Lux did was amazing. Okay. All right. We'll talk about this in the looks. Go ahead next. Yeah. And I also just liked seeing Spice alone, even though I'm not a huge sugar and spice <laughs> fan. It's just good to, it's it kind of like seeing a, a, a dog on its hind legs. You know, <laughs> there it is. Okay. What did I not like about the episode? Oh, I didn't like any of the bottom. I didn't agree with the bottom placements. I thought I was being lied to. Very, yeah. very controversial on Reddit. Very controversial. Oh, really? I haven't had oh, the time yet. Oh, yeah. People are pretty pissed off about that. Nathan, what about you? So, two things I liked. The first thing, mm-hmm. I liked the challenge concept. I thought it was like a fun idea to break them up um, for a design challenge and have them have to be cohesive. I thought that was a nice twist that was like low stakes. It didn't really matter that much, but it was a nice level of difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second thing, I liked Janelle Monet. I thought she was great. And Joe, your theory about the celebrity with a song for the lip sync not singing along, it holds up. Yeah. Add her to the list. Um, the thing I didn't like. Okay, so if I have to hear Spice talking about dolls one more fucking time, <laughs> I am going to lose it. Mm. How has she just lost her twin and her big trauma of her life is just that she had to pretend she was buying a doll for someone else? I just- I, Shut the fuck up about dolls. That's a good segue, Nathan. Next week, we have added a new rotating guest co-host, Javi. If you guys- For those old <sighs> school people will be here- who is a lead Barbie designer at Mattel, and I believe might be oh. the new lead designer on the new Monster High reboot. So he'll be here next week in the in the guest co-host chair. So we're going to talk about dolls, great. <laughs> yeah, you can tell it to him next week, Nathan, that you don't want to uh, hear about dolls. I'm sick of them. All right. Uh, really quickly with me, reading challenge, I'll be honest with you, people who have short memories, they've been very, 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 very weak the past few, for the past decade i'll be honest with you almost this was actually a pretty strong one maybe it's the edit but then to me you're making a case for the shorter edit because i'm saying if there would have been other ones we would have seen them somewhere else and untucked or whatever nope just the good stuff and i thought and i thought on the whole it was better next i do like this janelle monet the one criticism i would have is maybe i'm wrong why do i think janelle monet is a bigger deal than just uh the random girl who's on uh you know riverdale you know, like they, <laughs> she they kind is, of, it sort yeah. of had that same feel. Like it's like the girl from Riverdale, uh, the the all about the bass girl and Janelle <laughs> Monae. I'm like, no, they're not the same. Yeah, 
Let's move on. All right. After Sugar's elimination, elimination, Spice is emotional after Sugar's departure and believes she deserves to be here. That Sugar deserves to be here over some other girls. Wink, wink, Aura. And Mistress and Marsha continue their untucked beef. Uh, let's start with Nathan Patrick Brown. Any big thoughts on this, you know, post-elimination teaser, cold open? Not really, just that we're still debating, like, the battle for second place. I just think this mm-hmm. is just going to be something that happens every episode for some reason with these with these queens. I just don't get it. Um, and there's stuff about, like, Sugar being annoyed and, like, who should have gone instead of- Oh, no, Spice being annoyed about who should have gone instead of Sugar. Like, that's interesting because, really, mm-hmm. when you look at it, I guess Aura should have been in the bottom. But yeah. they're twins. They're going to be in the bottom. Like, that's the game. Yeah. You know, so you can't be too pressed, but they do have a point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roberto Mata? Well, the girls fighting for second place is presumably just practice for the finale when they all lose to Sasha Colby, right? Yeah. <laughs> so they're, they're building that narrative up from the ground. But um, yeah, Aura should have been in the bottom, but she wasn't. So move on. Yeah. I like seeing Spice get angry, though. It was cute. like Like a kid throwing a tantrum. This might, of, of all my notes, I, I have very few notes on this episode, but this segment has the most notes. Spice comes in. She's sobbing. She's crying. <laughs> I have to repeat. Are they fucking? Are they? Are these twins fucking each other? Like the Peters twins? Yeah, like the Peters <laughs> twins? Because the wings, this bitch is crying, and she's like, as if she, you know they only take for like three to four weeks, right? Like this, she's gonna see her in a couple of weeks. She's it's still alive. Not, yeah, yeah, she's still alive. She's gonna see her in two weeks. Um, I think Sugar makes this point actually in her Untucked confessional last week, and I think it's a really good point. Is that Drag Race, especially since they're so young, is such a small part of their existence, and they're going to go on and do a bunch of other things. This is one little chapter. The way the spice is crying, this is not the end of their life. It's very strange. That's how I felt every time the girls cry during an elimination. Not their own elimination, because I can understand that, but yeah. when, the, when you know, let the music play, and then a bunch of girls yeah. are sobbing, it's like, pull it together, man. Like, yeah. come on. And you want to yeah. win, so you, shouldn't you be happy that another bitch is gone? <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. Um, also, I have here. Oh, I love one. So then, you know, she's wiping away the lipstick, and Spice is crying. And this, this is, and this is a bigger topic. But the other girls are like, "It's okay, Spice. We're here for you." And I'm like, "Why do you have to? Why does anybody have to be here? She is an adult." But it's just whenever there's a cute white twink crying, people immediately want to help them. It's almost like that. Um, I've seen black people tweet about this about um, when white women cry. I saw it. Yes, like it's a huge wh- thing. Wh- yeah, so it's almost the same thing with twink with twinks when they cry. People are like, "Oh, we need to stop them. We need to stop them from crying. They can't. They're not allowed to cry or be sad." Well, I know she's polarizing, but the vixen pointed that out in the first Untucked with Aquaria in season ten, and oh, said, "What right. you're doing right now, you're crying. Yes. You're making me look like vicious because everyone's going to yes. defend the the the, the, yes. the infantile twink." And that is a great segue. Speaking of, this is a, a subject from this week. Is in this teaser here in this cold open, the mistress it is and uh, Marsha because it's only been a couple minutes for them continue their sort of argument about who is uh, this fake arg- this fake second place that doesn't exist <laughs> and um but in, in the real world as a result I don't know if you guys if you know this Nathan but like mistress has been banned from like Instagram or is it Twitter like 
Instagram. Instagram three times this week from the pressed people who, again, going back to the fucking is because Marsha, the white twink, was yelled at by a fat Mexican. <laughs> that they're like, like, oh, we have to, can-, like, they started reporting her a profile and everything like yeah. that. And it's just, even Marsha, Marsha, Marsha had to come out and be like, I, I actually have to give her props. Admit, it said like, guys, it's a white twink. Coming to my, people are coming to my defense. They're white knighting for me. Don't do this. We're all friends. We're over it. And my thing is here too is, do you think going back to the twins? Do you think because you defend that you defended her and you reported mistress that Marsha, Marsha, Marsha is going to fuck you? Exactly. She's not. You're a gross pig, Nathan. Go ahead. Well, and the thing is, like these Marsha stands, did they really look at like what was presented on the runway and think like Marsha was robbed? Marsha was robbed of second place. I could not believe it. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. There's no second place. Anyway. I have a slightly hot take on the matter, which is that I I think that it's easy to kind of cast the narrative being like rabid white stands. Like the teenage girls got Mistress Isabel Brooks's Instagram shut down. But it also is probably just as likely that Texas being such a polarized a conservative state with mm-hmm. all the political rhetoric against drag queens these days. Like it could easily mm-hmm. also be just like right wing maniacs, like targeting Texan drag queens. Sure. Yeah. And mistress Isabel books being the current girl in Vogue, like, you know, that could be it too. Could be too. Oh, by the way, speaking of before we go on, oh, wait, one more thing. Um, Spice later in the, in the workroom later, she's talking to mistress Isabel Brooks and mistress pressing her about, who she thinks should have gone home. And mm. she starts playing coy because she said that someone else should go home. And then it becomes a thing. First of all, Spice should have never said that in the workroom. But if she did, she's right for, to not say it out loud. She is 100% correct. Right? Oh, Robert, you disagree. No, it's 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 out of respect for Dela again. I'm like, <laughs> say it. Say the name. Say it. What do you think, Nathan? Yes, yeah, say it. And... I don't know. I, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. It felt like production was trying to protect her when the next day Aura was like, "I heard while de-dragging," which I mean, I don't know if she heard it or not, but she asks her, and then Rue walks in immediately, and I'm like, "Why? Why are we prolonging drama?" There should have been a producer saying, "Rue, hold, hold off, hold off, hold off." Like, come on. Yeah, as if Rue Paul's like rushing from backstage to walk into the workroom, <laughs> standing there waiting for her cue. <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, the next day, Aura challenges Spice to name who Spice felt should have gone home. But Spice is asked by RuPaul, I'm sorry, saved by RuPaul entering the workroom. We just talked about that. The library is open for the reading challenge. Several girls have some good reads, but Lucy LaDuca shines brightest and wins the mini challenge. Start with you, Robert. Your thoughts here on, uh, the reading challenge. Um, I personally love it when they flop horribly, like Laganja's reading challenge. Or Coco. Everyone who did horribly in the last few years maybe has done unentertainingly horribly, but I, I like a, I like a good cringe moment. And there were a few this episode where I'm like, if that was, if you gave six reads and the one that they're airing is a pooter, like, I guess you really did horrible. And I wanted good cringe. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I'm also a fan of the quick pace. So I, I, I liked it. Uh, I'm Lucy, the reads were fine. All right, what about you, Nathan? I disagree. I think it went way too quick. I think we really- Oh, really? Yeah. Because I, 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 like Robert, I like to see when they flop. But also, I need a bit more knowledge because- I think in Untuck, someone was like, oh, your reads were really good. And I'm like, we only saw one of them. Like, I can't judge. I'd love to see mm-hmm. it to believe it. And it is a bad sign. So, maybe maybe they had nothing. 
and that's why they just showed the best one of each. But uh, let us let us see, let us see, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And and it was just like clearly watching it. I'm like, oh well, Lucy got three. Everyone else got one. So of course Lucy won. I'll agree with you. I'll disagree with you. I I do think you know I was like I said I was watching this with Jeremy the Dark Knight and. We were in the workroom, and he was just like, they were just talking about fucking nothing. Nothing. There was nothing going on in the workroom. And I said, everybody wants these episodes longer. This is what this is, this is is the best of what they had. This is what you're watching right now. It's the best of what they have. And it's like, maybe you should tie it around your waist. But going back to what you're saying, Nathan, maybe they should have put the reading challenge longer and less workroom. Yeah. I don't know. But I don't, I think, I think if you saw the whole thing. Like, what's preventing them from releasing the whole thing on social media? They should. They could be saving it for a director's cut. Everyone's going to really want that director's cut of season 15 of RuPaul's <laughs> Drag Race. If they release a director's cut of seasons two through six, I will pay top dollar. Oh, I'll pay top dollar for season six. I'll also pay top dollar for a director's cut of All-Stars 2. Hmm. I'll pay direct. I'll pay top dollar for All-Stars 1, honestly. Uh, yeah. I would t- take my fucking money for a director's cut of the untucked... From All Stars One, Episode One, <laughs> just mm-hmm. the, just the, just release the cam footage. Oh, that's not yeah. a thing to say right now. But I want the full footage. Next, RuPaul announced the Maxi Challenge. Yes, sir. Back on the reads, though, um, were there any that you particularly liked? Because I was super gagged by that Lucy Malaysia flight. I, I don't know if I laughed, but I went <coughs> like that. Did you guys mm-hmm. have a reaction to that one? I actually thought it was a bit weak. It was it was it was one of those it was one of those reads that barely connects. It needs to be workshopped. Robert, yes, Robert's not wrong. the The joke is good. The wording was clunky. Okay, so and that yeah. was one of the better ones. <laughs> Here's the deal. Look, this is the first reading challenge that we've had in a long time. Forget the quality of the jokes, whatever. There were a few seasons, like three or four, like like seasons twelve through fourteen or something, where they wouldn't even read. They'd be like. Nathan Brown, <laughs> your eyes are so blue, I could swim in them. Thank okay. you. Okay. Thank All right. Next, RuPaul announces the maxi challenge. The queens will form three fashion houses and use home decor to create co- cohesive collections. The queens ransack their assigned rooms to get materials for their looks. In the workroom, the girls compare their materials and create their team's concept. Selena wants to end the House of Cressley show. With a dramatic gown, Spice plans to bring a slutty energy to the runway, and House of Matthews designs a cohesive thread using palm trees. Uh, for the table visits, Rue enters the workroom to meet with the houses. Many of the girls sew. Some, like Space, Spice, Malaysia, and Amethyst, don't sew, and plan to use prayer and a hot glue gun to make it through the challenge. Back in the workroom, House of Assange changes their concept. Spice is again asked who she thinks should have gone up instead of sugar, and Lux attempts to help Amethyst with her look a lot to cover there but yet nothing at all let's start with nathan patrick brown your thoughts on everything that happened before elimination day between the challenge announcement and elimination day what happened what what, what are your thoughts here i have a few thoughts uh one of my most prominent thoughts was when lucy was saying guys the thing is we're used to performing in a dark nightclub but now with lights on the runway we need to make sure that our hems are finished and that we look good. And I'm like, yeah, we get it, bitch. Like, stop drag explaining to us how lights and cameras work. It's season fucking 15. She's so annoying to me for some reason. Wow. I like what she presents. I hate her. But she's just so annoying. 
work. Let's start the I hate Lucy fan club because that's how I feel. I'm not. I'm just not a fan. She makes me uncomfortable. Girl. All right. Very good, Nathan. Oh, do you, Robert? You already went. Uh, no, but I don't have anything substantial to say about the midsection. Yeah, I really don't either. I have. I have another hot take. If if I yeah, may. go ahead, Nathan. I think Malaysia's lying to us. I think she has done sewing challenge, sewing lessons before. She said she just took one. I think she's lying to have an angle on the on the main stage, being like, "Look what I did with just one lesson." Well, that hat was rotted. <laughs> we're not at the looks yet. Uh, I like when they said, "Oh, we were randomly assigned to groups." Like, no, you weren't. To you, seemed random, not to the producers. Um, okay, I, we need to have this conversation. What is Lux doing during her confessionals? Because I've seen her in the workroom, right? See her in the workroom, normal human adult. And then in the confessional, she's doing something where she looks like one of those Snapchat filters that makes you look like a baby. <laughs> what is that? Well, everyone on the cast is 12 years old, except for Sasha Colby. So I know. What are you going to do? Like, like, it's like she's there with this giant pink hat and she's like, she has no neck all of a sudden, which she, in reality she has a neck, and she's like, I don't know. I just, uh, it's not giving me. And you're like, what, what What? happened to her? Her Valley Girl accent slays me. Yeah. I can't stop saying gags you a little bit for sure. Next, it's a, that was a great transition. All right, let's do another transition here. It's Elimination Day and the Queens get ready for the runway. Uh, Jack shares her experience as a person of color adopted by white parents, and Spice opens up about her love of dolls roberto mata your thoughts there uh pretty similar to nathan about the fact that we've heard about dolls so fucking much i I don't i don't need to be hearing about dolls at the bar on a friday night anymore let's move on uh jack's getting adopted by white parents i've also heard that narrative a few times she didn't offer Mm -hmm. anything new to the like standard perspective of what that's like so work but i like jacks for some people for some reason people seem to have a bit of a a bone to pick with her but i like that queen do it all right very good nathan what about you yeah this fucking dolls conversation i did not like how it got brought up i think what so she goes lux it's funny that you said you used to like runways as a child i like dolls and then she just starts talking about fucking dolls again Again, a fucking again. Nothing new, nothing. Same old shit. Same old fucking shit. I like I like that Spice thought the one thing preventing people from knowing she was gay when she was a kid was she had that they, if they if they knew she had dolls they would know she was gay. Right? Like, Bitch, they have eyes and ears. <laughs> you know they would they would know if you were gay. Like it's not the doll. It's not like oh well you have dolls, but then you must be gay, right? That mm-hmm. she's fucking her twin. I think they already kind of know that. Next, Robert, you ever been to New York City? Uh, yeah, I actually lived there for a little bit. You lived there? Oh, perfect. Perfect, right? Mm-hmm. Nathan, you ever been in New York City? Yeah, I actually stayed at a hostel for a week. What? Okay. I've been in New York as well. People who don't know the geography of the United States should know. Connecticut is a 90-minute train ride <laughs> from New York It's City. right there. It's right there, okay? Jax is... First of all, I've been to Connecticut many times... There are a ton of black people and people of color. And I don't know what part of Connecticut she's from. I will give her that. I don't know what part she's from. But the parts that I've been to, I saw a lot of people of color in Connecticut. Two, she's like, okay, but we'll give her. Let's say she lives in a very white part of Connecticut. People have never seen a black person in Connecticut. But then she said, it wasn't until I moved to New York. I'm like, you're a train (laughs) ride away. Who are you fooling? It's not like you're in like Des Moines 
right? <laughs> you're you're a train right away. You've been to the city, I'm sure, multiple times. That's actually funny for you to explain that to me because I was picturing like something so rural. And the way Lucy no. talked about Connecticut last Mm-mm. week as well, I was Mm-mm. like, fuck, wow. Mm-mm. Why are they still living there if they hate it so much? No. But it's no. a bougie place. Yeah. It's, it's like really generally. It, of course, it yeah. has its rough spots, but Connecticut's a, it's a New England bougie kind of spot. I'm picturing yeah. tumbleweeds from how they're describing no. it. Wow. No. Nice houses. What, Think yeah. nice houses in Connecticut. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so that was just my one thought. Okay, finally on the main stage, RuPaul names Lux Noir London the winner of the challenge and places Selena Estetis and Amethyst in the bottom two, forcing them to face off in a lip sync battle for their lives. The song Queen by Janelle Monet. In the end, Selena lives to see another day while Amethyst is asked to sashay away. Ladies, any final thoughts on the episode before we go to the break? Let's start with you, Mr. Nathan. Patrick uh, Brown. Um, yep. So I thought it was so funny that Lux won the product placement that she was commenting on earlier when they were getting the look. She was like, I love Sunday Riley. And then she won the yeah. product. So that's good for her. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed the lip sync. I thought, I thought it was really good. Um, I started okay. to come around on Amethyst. Like it was her time to go, but I appreciate her more as a queen now than I did at the start of the season. So, um, yeah. Good job, Amethyst, in that lip sync. The double split was great. Selena ate, as I believe the kids say. And um, I love Lux. I think Lux is super charming. Mm-hmm. I really like her. And uh, I think Rue saying Malaysia booby doll fox was hilarious. Not sure if she did it on purpose, but mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. All right, Robert. Robert, what's your middle name? Paul. RPM? Yep, like it's on every car. What are your thoughts on the and the rest of the episode? I mean, um, a couple of random thoughts that don't make much cohesive sense. But Amethyst and Selena, neither of them, I thought, should have been in the bottom. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was a it was a fine enough lip sync. It's rare that I actually know the song that they're lip syncing to. And yeah. Queen is from uh, Janelle Monae's early album Electric Lady, which is this really sick concept album. If you can give it a whole mm-hmm. listen in order, you should. It's really well produced and it has these really fun radio. Um, interludes that are just so campy and stupid i love it uh but yeah a a fine serviceable lip sync that neither of the girls should have been doing in my opinion Mm. oh interesting yeah what like i said what that your controversial opinion which we'll discuss more when we get to the looks is shared by many there are a lot of people who are very very pressed about the judging this week in fact see it as a sign of producer riggery uh um all right well i have no final thoughts i don't think so i think we covered everything here um all right so here we're gonna do we're gonna take a break when we come back we are gonna go in detail on the looks we're gonna be joined by bring it to the runways other co-host um christian ochoa we'll be back right after this This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would I do for an extra hour in the day? I'll tell you, I want to write more. In a, in a, in a previous life, I uh, was a writer, wanted to be a writer, all that jazz, you know, wrote things. And then it seems now that I podcast, which is an, a, a great creative outlet, by the way, I just write less. And well, I do write a lot. I just, I don't know why I'm going on about this. 
I write less. I don't write creatively as much as I want to. Now it's mostly just writing about RuPaul's Drag Race or whatever is coming up for the show. And if I had an extra hour, I would spend it writing. And that's what I would do with an extra hour. That's what matters to me. But what matters to you? Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. I have benefited very much from therapy, and it's helped me set priorities in my life. Hell, the reason I am a podcaster full-time is because of therapy. It helped me realize where my priorities were. And I benefited from therapy, and I think everyone can benefit from therapy, and that's why I think you should give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, it's designed to be convenient, it's designed to be flexible, and you can totally fit it in your own schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Drag Race today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag Race. We are back, and we are joined from by the most beloved member of the Afterthought Media family, Nathan Patrick Brown and Robert Mata, <laughs> and uh, but also from Bring It to the Runway, Christian Ochoa. Hi, everybody. Yeah, Hi. hello, everybody. The most qualified person to talk about looks has finally arrived. Javi's not here till next week. <laughs> okay, bitch. <laughs> Anyway, um, Christian, welcome to the show. Christian was saying very nice things to Nathan uh, during Christian the break. Christian is an angel. I will defend him <laughs> for the rest of my life. I am such a stan of Christian. Nathan can say anything he wants. Like, your voice is my favorite thing about you. I lost my virginity to an Australian. I don't know Did if you, you know really? that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And With we Paul Hogan. are still friends. <laughs> Who's Paul Hogan? Exactly. <laughs> Did anyway. you enjoy going down under? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we did. We met at the Abbey. It was A through Z. Like, legit. I like bottomed, topped, sucked dick, got my dick sucked, kissed a boy for the first time, held a boy's hand for the first time, all Bingo. at once. So I'm glad you finally got to hold a boy's hand. Okay. I was saying really nice things about Robert, too. I said, Robert looks extra hot today, right? <sighs> I don't need nice things told about me. All right, very good. So now we have the looks up. The first one we have is Mistress Isabel Brooks. Uh, Christian, what what were your thoughts here on uh, Mistress Isabel Brooks? First of all, MIB is one of my favorite. I mean, you can't deny that she knows how to wear clothes for her proportions, which is very impressive. It's not easy. And I personally thought this look was a major, major top contender because of the construction. The construction alone, in comparison to a lot of the other looks, I was so disappointed that they didn't like this. You can clearly tell she took her time making the top. 
Um, she's one of the only looks that had very clear, clean seams. She also was working with a large-scale leopard print, which is not easy to work with that material. And that material doesn't look like it's easy to work with. I really like this look. I thought she looked very polished, very much like a woman of a certain time was serving Michelle Visage. I personally really, really liked it. Um, I think this is the be- one of the best she's served on the runway, personally. Robert Mata? It's good. I was less impressed by it as more quality looks continue to walk down the stage. I thought it was an overall a pretty good runway and a really good design challenge. Uh, my only note is that trend alert capes and trains. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. Alright, Nathan, did you have any thoughts? It's a toot for me. Anyone who can make a purse gets bonus points, so yeah, toot. Alright, very good. All right, Aura Mayari, here we go. What, uh, oh, uh, my God. Tragic. A wait, travesty. Robert, stop. Wait, Christian, stop. Robert, what do you think of Aura Mayari's look? I thought it was uh, hobbled together, and I fully did not understand what that cord is doing around her waist. Uh, all right, That's there's that cord it. right there right now on the YouTube. Nathan, I mean, yeah, Nathan, what were your thoughts? Yeah, I didn't like it. All right, Christian, go ahead. Okay, this was definitely bottom for me. It looks clearly unfinished. Um, she either ran out of fabric. I wish she would have used maybe whatever she's using as a scarf as a skirt. And she would have used more of her actual skirt material to create a stronger bodice on top. I was very disappointed. I mean, the bitch can sell clothes, though. The bitch is gorgeous. Um, and I think that's really what saved her. But I personally do not like this look. She should have been in the bottom. It's very unfinished. Okay, we're going to go to the next queen, and then I'm going to go Nathan, Christian, Robert. Here we go. Next queen is, oh, is, who is it? Oh, it's um, Amethyst. Amethyst. Amethyst, Nathan. I didn't think it was as bad as they were making it out to be. I mean, yeah, it's not amazing. It was, that ruffle on the crotch is a bit fugly, but like, I can forgive a lot of things, and I didn't think it was that bad. Okay, before we go to Christian, I'm not going to describe the looks. We have a lot of looks to get through, but you can, if you want to see what we're talking about, we have the reference looks on the YouTube channel with us. So go ahead. So go to youtube.com slash drag race recap. Hey, while you're there, subscribe and you can follow along what we're looking at. Christian, what are your thoughts here on, on Amethyst? This gold silk cowl neckline with a high slit, I think she could have. I wish she would have just focused a little bit more on the fit of the top because I think she could have pulled off something really effortless, honestly. And I agree with Nathan that ruffle is fugly. Maybe if she would have just not done a panty and done a short leopard short or skirt under, that could have made an improvement. I kind of dig the styling. Yeah, it's super tacky, but I kind of like it with the hair and everything. Um, But yeah, I think there are other girls that also deserve to be in the bottom if this is what's going to put her in the bottom, you know? All right, Robert. It's the house of Visage, and she's giving tacky Visage down. (laughs) It it looks good. (laughs) She's kind of giving also... um, Anne Hathaway a bit with the bangs and the pony. Not that I'm like some Anne Hathaway stan, but I see the dream that she dreamed. I'm fine with it. Amethyst should not have been in the bottom here. All right. Very good. Next, we have Spice. Uh, Christian, your thoughts on Spice? So she's wearing a two-piece zebra as well. Um, 
unfinished. What the fuck? I'm so... And then it gets worse with the unfinished skirts. Let me just tell you guys, because I have a lot to say about the other looks. But this, I wish she could have used, again, that zebra material morph to create a stronger bodice. I don't... I don't hate it from the waist up. I love the hair. She always has really cool wigs. But what the... This skirt, no. No. I get what she was going for. It's... No. It's a no for me. Robert? When she walked out and we could only see her head, I actually thought it was Sasha Colby, which really could only oh, really? be to her benefit. But then looking at everything else, it was just tragic. And I think the worst part is are the tights. They're mm-hmm. just heinous. And she should have been in the bottom. Yeah. I saw the tights and they were heinous. They, <laughs> Nathan, exactly. Nathan, your yeah. thoughts here on Spice. I also didn't like it. It looked really low effort. Yeah. Yeah. All right, very good. Uh, next, we have Lux Noir London. We're going to go to Robert. <sighs> just immaculate. It, just beyond my level of what this eye can behold for beauty. It's just so fucking good. It's just gorgeous. The, 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 the African beauty of it, the, just the flow, the pant construction, the head wrap, the necklace, her makeup, everything was just so damn good i can't gush enough about this look all right nathan i really liked it and i'm just so pleased that she didn't go the mary antoinette look because like how many times have we seen that when she said she was going to do that in the workroom i was like abort abort so yeah super happy with this um and christian I really enjoyed this look. I think Michelle Visage nailed it when she compared it to Versace meets Cavalli. I completely agree. I definitely like the trousers. I like that she noted um, how she was able to maximize the scale of the print. Not easy. Love the top. I think she looks stunning. Um, I really enjoyed this look. All right. Very good. Next, we have a Robin Fierce. Uh, she's a contestant on this season. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. She is? I think we heard her voice for the first time on this runway. Yeah, Nathan, what were your thoughts on her? I don't want to sound like an outright Robin hater, but I didn't get the love for it that the judges were conveying. I, I'm looking at it. I'm like, yeah, sure, it's fine. But I didn't, I didn't, I mm-hmm. didn't get it. So if it's amazing, please tell me, boys. I don't know. All right, Christian? I personally really loved this look. If anything, I actually think I liked it a little bit more than Lux's. I personally love how she styled this type of garment. Um, love the hair, first of all. Second, very Vivian Westwood meets Ralph Lauren. I love this kilt, the pleats. I like the leather bodice for the top. I like the single shoulder pad. Um, the thigh-high boots that we all have work for me um with this look i don't know i think she looks really edgy really cunty but still was able to give us that cohesive element with her collection which i have to say this was personally as a collection my favorite this is the I house of carson or something like that, right? correct house of Cressley. And, yes and i actually thought this was very difficult to uh work with their materials more than the other groups um and I really love the life that they brought to these materials personally, because I wouldn't be as inspired as them. Um, they killed it as a collection, as a group. They were my favorite. All right, Robert. Bitches see plaid and always say Westwood. And <laughs> I don't know if that's always the tea. Like, 
I see bitches like I'll be at a fucking picnic and the tablecloth will look platy and someone will be like, damn, that fucking tablecloth is Westwood down, sis. <laughs> Regardless, I think Robin's outfit kind of looks like a randomizer on some like Western open world video game. Like, what is going on here? And the boots are half the outfit. I, I don't I don't get it. But the wig is sick. Work, Robin Fierce. She's gorgeous. Next, we have Jax. Christian, your thoughts on Jax? Jax created a very preppy two-piece look as well. This does give punk Westwood energy. I know Robert's not a fan of that, but I I was personally impressed by the construction of the skirt with that double face tartan. And I love that she used the grommets from a shower curtain to give us some embellishment on that hemline. I like that her skirt and Robin's skirt actually are completed and they look like full fucking skirts that are actually covering their body. Um, and Yes, I mean, the construction was a little poor, but she gave us a jacket. She gave us uh, boot covers. She gave us this plaid skirt. I personally did get that athletic prep energy. And I love that the group overall gave us a very athletic, or I mean, an edgy take on classic American prep. Does that make sense? Yeah. Robert? Yeah. Who the fuck is Heather? Like, have Heather's references not been played out on dra- the Drag Race stage? I, I, I think Gigi did it. I think a couple other girls have done it at some point. A lot of people do the same plaid, clueless as well. And then this particular look threw me back to the Madonna runway, the f- second one, when Nina Bonina Brown and Trinity wore the same Madonna plaid, gray plaid look. And Nina Bonina Brown's was poorly constructed in comparison to Trinity's. And Jax's had that same boxy, baggy type of thing it i like jacks and i like jack's wig and i like the construction of the boots but everything else was kind of raggedy nathan heather <laughs> um it was giving me westwood it was giving me heathers <laughs> um what I, you know i thought it was better than they said i was really annoyed yeah. when ross was like i didn't understand it and i'm like how do you not understand the fucking heathers reference as robert said it's been done catch up ross so right. you know what I thought it looked a bit rough, but I thought it was better than they said. Yeah. I agree. I completely agree. Next, we have, uh, this is Anitra. Well, Robert, let's start with you with Anitra. What was this? Like, talk about half-finished <laughs> looks. She just showed up with her, uh, what's that orange color that looks like clay? The tights? Something's wrong. The, she didn't bother to do the skirt even. The wig is frayed. The top is... <laughs> on top of her and that's about it i just wasn't feeling a single part of this look i'm sorry anitra like i love you girl but not this look mm-hmm. all right nathan yeah i also didn't know what was going on with it all right christian i don't love the boots with it either i think she's gorgeous she's a gorgeous queen but the nerve this bitch had to be like i'm upset i wasn't in the top this look is sickening bitch Maybe if you finished your garment on top, maybe if she made it a full dress, um, maybe if she would have finished her fucking skirt, you know, I do kind of dig this leather panty and belt and collar, but like, at least give a skirt on the other side. No, it looks like she ran out of fucking materials. No. All right. Very good. Uh, Next we have, oh, Selena S. Titties. Um, Nathan, you start, right? Yeah. I thought it was dreadful. 
I don't know why she was carrying around a big <laughs> blanket. It was too much. I didn't like it. You have to go to hell! I don't need you! I don't need any of you! Oh, Selena, I forgot to tell you, I asked Selena to be on the show. Hey, girl. Hi, Selena, I love you. I got hot cheetos for you. You're so gifted at impressions. You really are. Christian, your thoughts? Okay, first of all, I love this look. It was actually my favorite look of the night. I controversial opinion first of all i think this is the best she's ever looked i love this unit and i love her fucking mug she looks gorgeous her lip sync okay bitch now we know why you're here right she fucking ate left no fucking crumbs literally vacuumed them up with her fucking hoo-ha because she kept humping the fucking floor but (laughs) you guys this is very tommy hilfiger montclair puffer vest I love it when she unzipped it and it turned into a fucking skirt on suspenders. What the fuck? Like, you guys, this is sickening. I actually love the tailoring on top. I didn't think she had such terrible fit issues like the judges were saying. I liked the skirt. She actually gave us a completed fucking look, unlike half of her team um, and half of the other fucking team. I think this is really sick. In terms of fashion, I think this was... Super forward. I love the mixed use of textures. I love the uh, color blocking that she gave us. I thought it was very Americana. Ralph Lauren, Tommy Hilfiger with a little Montclair twist. I really appreciated this look. Um, And yeah, I think the judges were just not as informed. And when they're like, there's just so much going on. So much going on. Bitch, look at the House of Visage, bitch. That shit was a lot going on. Look at Tacky Ass Palm Springs energy. That shit was a lot going on. If anything, this was like the most focused collection as a group. I personally really appreciated this look. I do not think she should have been in the bottom. There are bitches with way worse looks. And at least if you're not going to appreciate her look, appreciate her swing. At least Selena attempted a lot. Versus some other bitches. Versus Spice, who I love Spice, but no. Versus fucking Aura Mayari, no. That's all I gotta say on that. Anitra. Robert? Yeah, I'm kind of sad that Christian got to go before me because I share his opinion. And I wanted to have the controversial take, but I loved this look. It does definitely look a, a bit... What's up? We have been so on the same page about every look. I love it. That's so rare. Twins. You're both wrong. <laughs> yeah. That, that I, always I, makes for good podcasting that everybody agrees on everything. Harmony. Um, it, It's chunky. Hey, leave these two chums alone. They know what they're talking about. <laughs> okay, Selena, calm down. Christian Wait, has ju- a tight out. There ain't nothing tight about that, boy. <laughs> okay. I'm obsessed. Please invite this bitch on more often. I swear. Anyway, sorry, Robbie, Dude, to I cut you off. Dude, I pretend to be Mexican. I don't need to be invited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. She's really annoying. So, like, shut Have up. you heard okay, that video where she speaks effective, like really like I do, like the complete code switched professional voice that she oh, did no. when she was a, a twink in drag no. or before, right before she, or when she started drag, she was a, was a twink who spoke in, in the same voice that i use basically oh so what joe accuses me of doing because i did not appreciate that comparison to fucking spice on the last episode so i'm here to set the record straight putas what i sound like a faggot spice? 
you said that she changed her voice completely, which I do agree. That shit was a little like, okay, bitch, this is your real character. You try to pull an Adore and Michelle on my ganja ass. <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't sound different. It's just on air, you're an asshole, and off the air, you're not. Okay, well, for the record, I sound like a faggot on the mic, and I sound like a faggot oh, that's off true. the mic. That's true. Yeah. He sucks dick like a faggot, too! <laughs> oh, Selena, seriously, we'll have you on next week. Who am I looking back at, by the way? Oh, girl, I think she'd come, girl. She's a neighbor. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Now, Christian, I will say this. We are now, we are, we're going to the house of Matthews. Okay? I know you said you had a tight out. So are you sticking around or are you sticking around? No, yeah, the house we'll stick Ma- around. But Joe, what did you think of this look? I want to know your opinion. Visually, I don't know. I don't know anything, right? I, I dress like uh, Chaz Bono on Laundry Day. But, <laughs> Chad. but it does look like it's oh. difficult. She should have gotten extra credit. It looked hard. She it looks hard she's dragging a around a picnic blanket. Yeah. <sighs> I, I would honestly wear it. I actually just kind of bought something like it on <laughs> like no cap. It's like right there. Should I get it? No. Yeah, put it on. No. Okay. I thought you have a tight out. No, okay, get to the next look and then I'll I'll walk on with it on. All right. Next we have Sasha Colby. Let's start with well, it was actually Christian's turn to start, but we'll go to Robert. Robert, what what were your thoughts on Sasha Colby? I was lied to. She was should not have been in the top for this. Yes, she looks hot. Yes, she looks good. But I one, I personally can't stand that style of high pony. I think it's rancid. But in general, Sasha looks great. And the, I've never quite seen a jacket connected to the arms just like that. And that is yeah. sick. But it was not top worthy. Very high safe, mm-hmm. though. Yeah. Those legs right, are given. Nathan? I loved it. You know, they were saying, like, you can't just do Palm Springs and just wear a swimsuit and a cape or whatever, but, like, she did, and it looks great. That's what Palm Springs is to me, so. Preaching must have popped off last night at this look. Christian. Okay, I agree with both of you a lot. I do think it was a very high safe. I was not as impressed, but... This is how you sell. This is how you model. This is how you fucking pussy stunt. I love the cape. Like Robert, I've never seen something like that because it truly was like a jacket cape. I love that it was not a caftan. The swimsuit is extremely well constructed. I mean, this bitch looks incredible. And I actually love a dramatic phony pony. That's what we call those okay. uh, crazy ass Ponytails, I love it. I loved it. She looked like Palm Springs Barbie. I agree with mm-hmm. Nathan. All right. Next, we have Lucy LaDuca. Christian, let's start with you. Um, Well-constructed pants. Honestly, I feel like sh- they got really shitty materials. Um, and if I got to choose uh, like one of the aesthetics, I would have probably chosen Palm Springs because I love like the color palettes and mid-century modern and stuff. But, uh, and I love prints and I do like these prints individually. Something about it, I don't want to love it, but I can't deny that it is well-made and she looks polished in comparison Christian, to most. Christian, you should have just stopped at well-constructed because <laughs> as you know, I'm a construction worker. And a singer. And a singer. I don't think she's a singer. Allegedly. Oh, I'm a singer, all right. I'll sing a song for you right now. And I... I do do Dolly Parton, by the way. We'll always love you. 
By the way, Joe just played with my voice and made me sound awful like that. That was actually <laughs> good. Okay, Lucy. Robert, you're th- I don't know why all the cast of season 15 is here. Robert, you're... And why do I keep looking back at them? That's what I want to know. Like, why do I think that they're standing right here? Robert, what were your thoughts? Uh, I have said already on this potty that I don't really vibe with Lucy's personality very much, but I did think this look was really sick. I like. Did it. you appreciate it, it, variety? Did you appreciate mm, variety it, in her silhouette? If I, for some foolish reason, get bonked on the head and decide to book at night at the Trixie Mattel, I would not be mad if I'm greeted by a hostess in this look. Yeah, that would be Nathan? cute. I hated it. I thought, yeah, like Christian said, the prince and us on their own, but all together I said, yuck. And I thought the pants were well constructed from the front, but I didn't understand what that like panel was when she turned around. It looked like she didn't have enough material or something. I don't know. Oh, I didn't like the, it. the judges were dropping every Palm Springs reference they could. Sorry. I liked them. They were funny. Like she's showing her cabazon. That was hilarious, actually. I liked it a All lot. Right. Next, we have Malaysia, Baby Doll, Fox. Uh, Nathan, let's start with you. What do you think here? Yeah, I thought it was fine. I'd just make it safe. I don't know why she was scooched into the top, but I thought she did all right. All right, Christian? Completely agree with Nathan. I think she looks really pretty. Um, I love when Janelle Monet said that she looks like the first lady of Palm Springs Baptist Church or whatever. That was Mm -hmm. down the look. Mm -hmm. But I agree with Nathan. Definitely not a top contending look. Completely agree right. with you. Very good. And Robert? I would put it low, actually. Uh, the floppy hat doesn't do it for me. The the dog collar doesn't do it for me. The the cape doesn't look well-constructed. It's the mm-hmm. same boring little dress that we've seen 20 billion times. Nothing about it is interesting. And finally, we have Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Uh, Christian, why don't you bring it home? Marsha is wearing a two-piece, flowy, large-scale, banana-leaf-printed, like, chiffon dress, giving a 60s silhouette, these flouncy sleeves. It's like a bra, kind of, not a bra, but it's a blouse that ties on top with this cute skirt. I think it was very safe, um, but I'm really getting tired of seeing her in, like, monochromatic, like, two-piece matching fucking sets. No, I'm like getting over her and I really like her, but yeah, I'm not feeling this that much. All right, Robert. The safest look that's ever been constructed in the history of safe looks. Uh, But she did drag up her makeup a little bit, by which I mean that she applied like blue garage doors on her eyes. And I guess she gets props (laughs) for listening to the judges. Nathan? It was very Mugler, very Cavalli, with like a little smidge of like um, Abercrombie and Fitch. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, super safe, super safe, mm-hmm. nothing great. All Nathan, right. you're so, I really thought you were being serious when you said Mugler. I was like, has he seen a Mugler show? I was like, Mugler? I not. <laughs> I'll send you All some right, stuff. Any final thoughts before I wrap this puppy up? Put right. Anitra and Spice in the bottom. Like, come on, let's be serious. I would even say Aura. Well, who would you spice. take out of the bottom, Christian? Who would you have taken out? Selena. I really liked her look. Selena and, she and, and who, Jax? No. Oh, and Jax, actually. Yeah, I don't think Jax should have been in the bottom either. I don't think Selena right. or Jax should have been down there. Nope. Robert, you agree with that? I don't think Amethyst should have been in the bottom either. Put Malaysia in the low spot and have Anitra oh, and uh, yeah. Spice duke it out. Uh, I liked I liked Malaysia more than Amethyst. 
Um, I have a feeling that they just thought it's Amethyst's time to go and they put Selena in the bottom just because they knew she'd turn it out. Um, and so I didn't really care that much. It was a good lip sync. And I think overall they did quite well. Like we didn't have a La La Re bag moment. I think overall a good crop of queens for the design challenge. All right. Very good. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next week and every week. Oh, wait, hold on. Robert, do you have any plugs? No. Christian, do you have any plugs? Yes, everybody, please follow me at Hella underscore Christian. Do not be afraid to say hello. I have, you guys are actually paying attention, and I did see a wave of new followers, and you guys are all really funny. And I love it, especially when you guys send me screenshots of shit you guys send Joe on my behalf. Thank you. Um, the Christian army is lit, and uh, I love it. <laughs> Is this a plug? Yeah, this- <laughs> really? Thank no, you I'm for taking to- up all my plug time. You're yeah. evangelizing yourself. Yes, I'm feeling it. But please follow Robert as well. R A W five four underscore R A W B no underscore. Oh. Anyway, as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race season fifteen. So for Nathan Patrick Brown, Robert Mata, and Christian Ochoa. And myself, sashay away until next week. Thank you for listening to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia. Or email us at dragracerecap at afterthought.media. For more drag race and LGBTQ content, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. This episode was produced by Luke Stamen and Zach Birch. Nathan Brown has two other podcasts. The first is Breaking Down Bad Books, and the other is Bravo Bravo Effing Bravo. You can find those podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find Nathan on Instagram at NathanBrown90. Follow Joe Batanz on Instagram at Joe Batanz. Special thanks to these expensive tier Patreon supporters. Alex S. Anonymous. April Pacheco. Astute Girl. Brad Coley. Carter McKinnon. Karina Williamson, Deckhead, Bam, Devin McKay, Doofus Maximus, E. Smith, Elizabeth Timmer, Emma, Humble Pie, Tootsie J. Low. Thomas Plank, Jesse Harris, Backrolls, Lauren Eckert, Lucy Carrasco, Luke Stamen, Pop, Mike Yeager, Pop. Nicholas Springham. Nikki Baker, Poppy Woods, Ricardo Herrera, Get those Robert nuts. NYC, Sarah Yu, Tom Bombs, Travi Cosmos, Troy oh. Anderson, Zach Nelson. Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast.